Welcome to Unapologetically Me with me, your host, Melissa Peta. All right, tonight is going to be a little bit different because I am doing it on video, which means there is no stopping. Like, there is no stopping, no editing, so you're going to have to go with my little mistakes. Like, if I get interruptions with something, you're just going to have to go with it. You're going to have to go dog snorting in the background, everything like that. If I cry, you're gonna have to deal with that too. Uh, tonight is gonna be, we'll always, I'll still have the laughs and the fun stories and everything like that, but we're also gonna get a little bit deeper. You guys are gonna get to kind of know where unapologetically me came from and why I'm so fiercely such an advocate for being unapologetically yourself. And you're gonna find out there's probably, I mean, I'm not gonna lie that I might cry and I, you might see a different side of me, but most people see the surface smell, which is fine. Uh, let's get started though. Let's get started with where we've left off. So Super Bowl. Anybody else depressed? Like after having like football's done, y'all. Football is done for another whatever weeks. Like we're all like, mm. I mean, even if you won the Super Bowl, you may still be happy, which was Kansas City, which is fine. I mean, not for my inner Eagles fan because apparently I never knew that there was an inner Eagles fan that existed. But she is fierce, y'all. So I don't. She's fine. She can just. She can stay low. Like, she can just stay inside. She's probably not going to come out again. Um, this reminded me of old school, like, Arizona Cardinals Mel that was fighting everybody in the stands when we were, like, one and whatever the time it was. Like, I think it was, was it 14? I don't know. What, before they changed it. It was, like, my college days when I would fight Dallas fans. And I'd be like, rah, 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 rah. well, that was unleashed. Like, that, per that, that football fan is still in there. Especially when she's had a shot of au jus and whiskey. Who invented that? That was the most disgusting shot I think that probably exists. Like, I don't, I don't know how you put the two together. Maybe it was just like, maybe I was the only one doing them. I don't know. But anyway, so we are done with football season. A little sad. I don't know if I should get into, I've been debating, should I get into basketball? Should I like start looking up baseball? Like, what should I do? Should I try to follow golf? That's definitely not going to happen. So anyway, um, yeah, so it's been a crazy couple weeks. I went into like just wah, wah, sadness. We went to Disneyland with my parents and my sister. Lots of crazy people there, man. I don't know how people do Disneyland. I don't know why you want to do Disneyland. That just made my uterus like, like, <laughs> my uterus went back up and it was like even it's even higher now it's like it's like in my throat <laughs> that's why i'm coughing my uterus was like no children oh my gosh you guys i understand like wanting to go to disneyland i, I get it like going at a certain point but oh I, and I may have already talked about this maybe i got online but oh, oh, oh no disneyland for me ever again oh but that was i think i already talked about that no um, so that was, that would have been before the Super Bowl. So I probably did podcast a little bit about that. So that was that. After the Super Bowl, <coughs> just, February, yeah, February's been a weird month. I got really sick. I was like, I'm not doing anything with life. Um, I went to a gala, which was totally amazing. Gala, gala, however you want to say it. It was awesome. It was not everybody's, I know it's not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I had a great time, met some awesome people. 
Uh, got, and I'm back into, I'm so excited to be back involved with the disability community. Uh, Pathways Inclusive is, we're going to be sponsoring some of their events. We're going to be sponsoring some Easter Seals events. We're back on with Global. I am so excited to see these events back and running and to be able to just have a good time. Like Again, it is so refreshing to be like back to where you want to give like money to and you want to donate and you want to be involved like you want to be like yeah and it's exciting like I feel like this is my jam like that whole night I just felt this huge passion come back within me and so so much excitement like I I, I get it like again probably too much excitement but it's okay um but then this week I had a really I've always had a tough couple weeks like leading up to tomorrow it's always it's we'll get into that but let's first talk about some fun stuff like let's talk about the book I'm reading right now which is called uh I think it's called marry him the case for settling for not good enough or something like that basically what this book is saying is any of us in our 30s and 40s if we aren't married by now, we're screwed. Like, that's what it's saying. The whole book is like, you should have settled for the man that was, like, good enough instead of trying to find that man that completed you and you you should have just settled on him. Well, I'm sorry. Like, this, <laughs> this bitch. Like, these women in the book are, like, saying how they're glad they settled because they're, they feel sorry for those of us in our 40s and mid-40s that didn't settle. And I'm like, Really? Because I've seen a lot of people that have settled and ended up very unhappy, cheating on their spouse, or getting divorced. So I agreed to read this entire book. I did. I agreed to read it, and I'm like 30% through. It's, I'll probably be done with the book by, I'd say December, by the amount that it's making me fume. Because I'm going back and forth between romance novels and dirty shows and things like that. Like, this things that are keeping me entertained. I just cannot believe that that is still like a concept in today's day and age. And she's talking about how feminine feminism has ruined things and people's perspectives. And I, I do agree that there is to some amount, like some things that feminism has kind of convoluted in conversation with men. I agree with that. But to say that you should just settle for the nicest guy you meet and make that, that no, I, disagree with that completely there's so much fun to be had in life without having children and without being like married to the wrong person and without having to settle she's she's basically the whole book is about like putting on the pearls the white pearls and cooking meals for your husband and letting him be the caregiver and like bringing in the main income and I'm I mean that's fine I'm not against that stuff but she totally dismisses like she's talking about like in, when when you're in your 40s you're done like your dating pool is done everything's done and we should have settled if you don't have the right guy you should have settled and i i don't know it's just a hard concept for me to follow maybe i'm wrong like maybe maybe someday i will be like god i wish i would i don't have anybody though that i'm like actually <laughs> hey there's been enough guys that i have not tried to settle for and I haven't wanted to settle, you know? So I don't believe some of these guys, like, I'm on a dating site that's, like, or on a site that's, like, I see people's stories. I see women's stories. Men, you ain't all innocent in this. So let's, let's be honest. I ain't, 
I'm okay not settling. Would I like to meet? Would I like to have a partner? Absolutely. I think that having a partner is a blessing. But do I want it to be the right person? Absolutely. With another word for freaking. Um. So yeah, so I've been reading that book. I've been watching Milk Manor still. Hilarious. I'm telling you, watch it. It is hysterical. Mom's sons dating each other. Priceless. Um, so yeah, so it has been just a crazy couple weeks, just a few weeks. I am, we are growing in business. I'm just trying to keep up. Uh, it's one of those things where you're just trying to figure out how to get on top of things. I'm, I'm having to cut back a lot on just different aspects of life and just really um, hunker down on the whole business. Like the business is my whole goal is getting into meeting people that are in similar businesses and figuring out how we can support each other and how we can promote cross promote each other. So that's the goal right now. Um, so, and then promoting all of my other things and getting back into the church scene. I'm not sure how that's going to go. Like we, like my mom was just here. My parents were here for two weeks. Uh, my dad had to have some eye surgery. My mom had was in the hospital again, which I love it that they, we go there and they're like, oh, we love her nail color. She always has the best nail color. And I'm like, seriously, but we're, we're going to bring them cookies. Like I'm going to bring them cookies for, they have been with us. UCLA Health has been with us through thick and thin for a long time. I'm so grateful to them. So they're going to get some cookies and hugs. Yeah, maybe not hugs. I don't know how much they like to hug people. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So that's been the basics of the three weeks. It has been like boom, 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 nonstop. So we're just keeping up on things. You'll see our everything updated. So, but like I said, what I want to talk to you about tonight is where this whole like unapologetically me came from, because I think it's important. And especially tonight, like this is... So tomorrow marks the 16th anniversary, pretty sure that's what it is, of when I got the phone call that my cousin, who was also my best friend and like my brother and everything, he had had a heart attack and he didn't make it. And I tell you what, there's nothing as life-changing as getting that kind of phone call, but also... um looking at somebody that you love that's your own age when you're that age 24 is that's really young he was 24 i was 25 and when you're that young like to you think that the world is like your oyster you think that you have everything in front of you you guys i told you this might end up with tears um you think that everything is going to remain the same and in one moment, it's done. And it's not done. It just changes. You guys, I'm using my dinner towel. Like, I had steak and a um, blue cheese salad. So this is, like, a, I use worn out towels. So things that are, like, stained and stuff. Although I think this is, like, creative art. Okay, that'll help. Hold on. Okay. So, I'm not gonna, I told myself I wasn't going to cry. See, this is when you can edit out, like, on, like, shows um so there's nothing natural though about watching a mother mourn and go through the grief of 
losing a child. First of all, that's the one thing I will say is there's nothing. That image will never leave my head is watching my aunt come towards me to hug me and hold on to me. Um, Because that's just not natural. A mother, and there's lots of mothers that have to grieve the death of their child. Like that's just, that's not, that's just something that happens in life. But a parent losing a child is never going to be natural to me. That's never going to be something that should happen. Um, so that was one thing. And then the, so everything. So, you know, that whole thing. So there's a lot of things that are going to live with me forever. And the one thing I can remember is thinking afterwards as we were driving through, because we drove back for the memorial service. We flew up for the funeral and then the memorial service, we drove to Washington, which is awesome. It's a great like actually getaway. And I remember thinking to myself, am I living fully? Like, am I living my true self? Am I living? Am I living? Like, am I living or am I so like, because believe it or not, I used to be so super conservative, like in everything I did, like everything was regimented, everything was planned out. Like I used to have growing up, I had a schedule of every, and still I like my, I do like my schedule. I had every single minute planned down to like every single minute planned. And somebody I remember telling my mom, like, do you think this is too regimented? And it probably was, but that's just the way I like to live. Planning, planning, and more planning. So when this happened, I remember a lot of thoughts went through my head. Like, and I'm the person that believes that there is life after death. And I believe in Chad helped me believe in like that he and I explored spirituality more than I can even explain. Like I was very religious growing up. Chad was more the spiritual type and Chad introduced me to all of this spiritual stuff like books, the Da Vinci Code. We studied crystals. We did all this stuff and we were fascinated and I still am. We were fascinated with what else was out there. Neither one of us believed or believes that this was it. We just, it was it. plain and simple. Neither one of us believed believe that so um I just remember thinking when I went back am I living like fully like Chad and I would go on crazy adventures growing up we would get into always I knew that I was going to get into trouble with him and I knew I would face the consequences and I was the goody two-shoes I hated getting into trouble I but it was so fun like getting into trouble and being that rebellious spirit just freed a part of me and it was so fun and just everything just felt like I was it, your spirit just flows and it feels beautiful like if you get the if you don't haven't felt that yet I oh I hope you feel it I hope at some point you feel what it's like to just let go completely and just not even care like that's why again like I encourage like of course I don't want you getting arrested or getting you know into huge legal trouble or anything like that be yourself like that is why because it is oh, it's such a beautiful release um and not everybody's gonna agree with you on it but Chad and I like just he was that he was that free spirit that I wanted to be and he brought that out in me. Every time we were together, I wasn't scared to get into trouble. I knew I was going to get into trouble, but I wasn't scared to be in trouble because first of all, I knew he had my back. 
Like, I knew he was going to be there with me by my side as we got screamed at and yelled at or grounded or whatever happened. So, um, tea. <laughs> um, so I think there's a part of, that is the biggest part of me. So I started living like, I was always the type that was like looking for the rules, looking out for the rules and very refined in every situation. So as I get older though, um, what my cousin has taught me, life is too short. Life can end like that. Are you really enjoying life? Like that is the big thing. Like most of the things that I do, pretty much everything I'm living in the moment, man. And I am loving life. Like, whether or not, again, I I know I'm not, like, I know that it's hard for a lot of people, but um, I am living, man. And I want everybody to live. And so that is where being unapologetically you comes into focus is because so many times in life people tell us, who to be, who we have to be, how we have to act, how we have to be in certain situations, in every situation. And then it pulls away from our dynamics and it takes away life. It takes away every second that you try to live for somebody else. It takes a moment of your life away. Like you, I guarantee you, there are a lot of people that are probably in their 60s and 70s that still have not fully lived life, that have fully not experienced how beautiful life can be when you just live in the moment and you enjoy it and you're not constantly living trying to impress somebody else or trying to be something you're not like there is absolutely can i play the prim and proper person for a second absolutely is she fun no she's not fun she's actually very boring but if that's what people need in a certain situation that's fine i'll do it um but if it's my thing that I'm at and I'm getting to know people, I am jumping from table to table. I have gotten to know some of the most amazing celebrities out there and personalities in general. I've gotten to know them and they still remember me in good ways. And like I had, <laughs> I'll never forget Brenda Warner coming up to me. I wrote a children's book. I wrote one of them. She's like, my daughter is wondering when you're going to release the second one. And that's how I was remembered was from a book that I wrote. But also, um, she wouldn't hook me up with Larry Fitzgerald because she said, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say anything bad about my honey, but apparently he likes, he likes the ladies and he probably likes the supermodels, which I am not, <laughs> which is okay. Cause I'm unapologetically me. I bet those supermodels are not, um, I met some great people, met Anthony Shriver, and they have, they've embraced this unapologetical me. And I'm not, I know that some people want to say that that's not okay. And that's okay. Like I said, I won't be a part of those events with those people, but I am never going to stop being me. And I encourage, especially I encourage every woman. I encourage every young lady. I encourage every single person to be who you are. Stop apologizing. Stop it. Because why? If it is who you are and you are not hurting someone else, it's okay to be you. 
maybe you're not meant to be in like the societal things but i have seen some pretty like raunchy crap from like the paris hiltons and the, not that you want to be like those people but i've seen some pretty crazy crap from people that are pretty popular in this society and actually pretty respected maybe they've had some moments but they say it like it is i think they keeping it real is so important and i think that actually you're doing yourself a disservice you're missing out on so much life and the one thing i will say as i wrap this up is um as hard as uh, i've got some little hair there chad's death was by far one of the hardest things i've ever faced in my life but i am so i'm so grateful for it I am not grateful that I don't get to spend every second with him anymore and I don't get to talk to him on the phone. I'm not grateful for that. But I am grateful that he brought out the side of me that is not going to apologize. The side of me that takes risks and does crazy stuff and lives life fully. And there are moments that I don't. But that's a, that's just the way life is. Like Sometimes you don't live fully in the moment. And sometimes you forget. But March 7th is to my chat, my brother, my spiritual partner, and the coolest kid I knew, and no, no, my bestie. Like, he definitely, thank you, Chad. I love you forever, and I will see you on the other side, unless you want to come visit me in my dreams. All right, you guys, I hope you have a fabulous night. We'll talk soon. Bye.